0: Culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Eitel Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Eitel Duran Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Renaissance woman Melissa Eitel Juren is our host each and every week she is uh, the subject of uh, two documentaries and you can see them on Melissa vision on Roku uh, TV and uh, an Amazon uh, Amazon fire and uh, you know she's uh, she's done so many things so many books and uh, it, she's just uh, she's just terrific well go to Melissa I tell like I said .com, and and check it out Melissa how are you
1: I'm doing great, Frank. Despite uh, the cold here in New York and on and most of the northeast and parts of the south, uh, New York, uh, we're sharing the, you know, the, the frigid temperatures and the snow. How are you doing?
0: I'm, I'm doing well, but I agree with you on the uh, on the uh, the temperatures, you know, that the snow is is terrible, uh, mm-hmm. but we haven't been hit. Real heavy yet, and we got it the other day, and that wasn't good, and yeah. uh, whatever. But the the cold, I don't know if I'm getting older or or what, but I <laughs> boy, I can't stand this cold.
1: I can't stand it either. I think you know, and I know what they've said that New York in particular has been without uh, uh, significant any kind of snow in a long time, but. Still, you know, having that with the cold temperatures is, is, is a problem. We're, in, you know, we we make a big deal over it. I think we're not great at snow removal here. I think upstate is better. Uh, down south, uh, in some states, they're having they're really getting hit, and uh, I don't know what they're doing. They're also feeling the te- the, the frigid temperatures, and and uh, they're taking a, a punch too.
0: Yeah, now uh, that that's surprising too. The the southern, what was the what was the weather like in iowa i know we just we just came oh, out of the caucuses oh but boy what were that the was weather's big, like
1: yeah yeah that was the big story along with the the caucuses and who was going to come in first yeah, but, well we, we assumed it was going to be trump but we were we were looking really at the second place finishers the whole thing was about the weather i mean i i, I don't know the exact temperatures but it was you know blizzard conditions um, uh, uh, it, it, extremely dangerous cold, and they were, and and everybody on the, in all the news channels were saying, well, who's going to come out in that kind of weather, and uh, who's it going to benefit, and and uh, you know the candidates were there, and they trudged through it, and I'm sure they had uh, their heated SUVs, uh, yeah. but for the for the rest of the people who were attending, you know, were they going to be able to make it out, and a lot of them did. I mean, those temperatures can really knock a punch, and. Um, they're, they are hard on, on the on the skin. I mean, you have to be careful about uh, again, not having a, you know not having a frostbite. Like, well, not a frostbite, but from you know not. Uh, for, for, you have to protect your your skin. You have to protect your your head. You can get very ill, and then couple that with, with, with the, uh, and their snow is worse than ours. I mean, they had snow banks. I mean, how do you how do you actually get to the caucus? You know, and and do you want to risk that? Yeah. So that was the big story, along with who's going to come in second.
0: Yeah. As far as things go, did did less people show up because of the snow, or was it uh, was it not a significant number of uh, of no shows? Uh, I should know this, but what was uh, what's what's your take on that? What did you hear about that?
1: I think that Governor DeSantis
0: uh, offered to help
1: people uh, get to the. To the event, to pick them up, to send to get them trans- transports. Um, I don't know if there was anything else involved, but he offered to help them get there, and a lot of people did. They they went. They braved the elements. Uh, some people didn't make it, but um, you had a you know, it's it, you, you have to put Iowa in perspective. This isn't. I don't think it. To me, it doesn't represent the whole country. It's, a, it's a, you know, Iowa is a midwestern state. It's a, uh, um, you know, it's, I I don't know if it's your Norman Rockwell kind of state where people are, you know, they all look the same, they're yeah. all neighborly, and it's not like New York, it's not like a major city. Although Des Moines, Iowa, has uh, is it, it, a well-known city, it has a lot of major publishing businesses, but it's not. You can't compare it with, you know, the Northeast. It's, but it's it's the beginning of the primary season. It's where we get a a a. a, a a snapshot of, of where the candidates are who wants whom, and it seemed that everybody um, everybody there um, was working together and you had different groups you know you had a DeSantis camp, you had a Nikki Haley camp, and of course a trump contingent and the, the thing is they're all counting the the ballots by hand at each i guess, I guess at each station because the you know there are ninety nine counties um, and I, I'm not sure how they how they um, Consolidated all that, but they were all. Everybody was working together. Nobody was stabbing each other in the back, and it was very evident. if you watched the uh, the television coverage, people proudly just displayed their their loyalty to their candidate. They were wearing you know, sweatshirts, t-shirts, whatever, you know, caps, headgear that said you know you know Trump, whatever, Trump Country, or I'm voting for the Trump, or whatever. But everybody was very civil. They were helping each other count the ballots.
0: Mm. Very, yeah very different than uh than what would be happening here in New York where oh, forget about <laughs> you'd have to worry about a shiv coming into you and in, into your side if you're on the wrong side right. kidnapping <laughs> ballots and uh well who knows but uh you know the the you know, the fact of the matter is it was a it, it was a uh interesting display of democracy and and actually a proud moment you know i guess for the process uh counting by hand is uh is is unbelievable this uh, in this day and age that that would be going on so uh, kudos to the people of Iowa for having their uh, their caucuses uh, and uh, and have having uh, you know all the local um, you know uh, situations uh, going on and it going off with really without a hitch Frank McKay here with Melissa I tell Melissa uh, when you uh, when you kind of sum it all up obviously Trump uh, One, which is not a big surprise. Was there a was there a second winner uh, in this? Did anybody stand out? Did Nikki Haley? Did the governor? Uh, who who showed um, uh, either a moral victory or or who showed some promise here? Anyone?
1: Well, it, obviously this was a, a race for who's going to be in second, and uh, the, Governor Desantis kind of edged out Nikki Haley. Uh, despite the fact that she worked very hard in reaching uh, everybody, and as he did too, they both they both were there you know early on, uh, tra- um, traversing the 99 counties, attending town halls and and all kinds of of meet and greets. Um, but he edged he edged forward. But the, the the big thing, the underlying point is, what does it all mean in this bigger scheme of things when you have the the elephant in the room, Donald Trump, who's you know hogging up all the attention and seems to still lead in front, despite all his legal problems. You know, he's running what what's now called a commuter campaign. You know, one day he's in court. He was in court in New York. Uh, there was another trial inviting and uh, involving Eugene Jean Carole, Um this time it's the defamation trial and he you know he made a he made a rumpus in the courtroom and the judge said, You know, I'm gonna throw you out and he said to him, Trump said to him, Go ahead, you know but not like that. But he said, Okay, go, you know Go ahead, make my day. <laughs> I mean, this, this is just unbelievable. And then, of course, he—you know—he goes back and forth. He was going back and forth to Iowa. Now they're on to New Hampshire. I think after after um, after the results in Iowa, Nikki Haley made a clean sweep. You know, she got out. She got out of Dodge right away, realizing, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. Let me go to New Hampshire. You know, it, and and DeSantis thought that you know this meant that this second place finish for him Eat by a hair meant that, you know, his campaign was getting a, 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 a second life. And maybe, you know, it, it, somewhere down the road, Trump will be convicted, and he won't be able to run And therefore, the, the governor will be the one to pick up the pieces. I don't know. I don't know if that's really a very realistic um, expectation to be making right now. But you know, I think I think the best that can be said about uh, Governor DeSantis is a lot of people expected more from him after he won re-election uh, as governor, and then his um, I think his his star started to fall. It started to to fizzle, and he he just couldn't live up to it. Things didn't turn out quite the way everybody expected it to be. Everyone thought he was the next you know the the next great thing, the 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 the, the savior of the party, the the the. the Better than Trump, you know. He was going to take on, take on the mantle and 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 lead us, uh, lead us. We'll lead the country to victory, lead the party to victory. But I don't know. Maybe maybe he will have that chance in four years if he wants it.
0: Yeah. Well, here's uh, you know here are the results as of as of uh, two days ago. You know, like when they uh, when they uh, had 95 percent of the votes in. I'm just looking at this because it's the first thing that came up. Uh, Donald J. Trump uh, got 56,260 votes, which equaled 51% of the vote, 20 delegates. Uh, DeSantis got, uh, uh, you know, uh, roughly uh, 23,000 votes, uh, 24,000 votes, but 21.2% and nine delegates. And Nikki Haley got 21,000 votes, roughly, uh, and 19.1% of the vote. Uh, and eight delegates so not even close but I guess when you're adding up delegates you know you can see what uh, what goes on I guess they could all claim victory somehow or another Mm -hmm. but uh, uh, you know uh, clearly the big winner is Trump in this and it's not even close
1: Yes, Uh, and, and which gave many people pause to wonder what did the people in Iowa see in Donald Trump Despite the legal problems, despite the controversy, why do they? Why are they holding on to to, to his candidacy? Well, why is the Republican Party, you know, letting this go on? I mean, if this were anyone else facing so many indictments uh, with with a questionable reputation, do you think that person would be allowed to continue? Would that person even want to continue, knowing full well that uh, he's he's tarnished and that? Uh, uh, you know, you know, most people would say, "Well, you know what? Um, I have to drop out." Now, if you you look at, at Menendez, Senator Menendez from from New Jersey, he's not dropping out at anything. But he's not. He's if something should happen along the way, well, that would that will be the end of uh, that will be the end of his term, his, his tenure as senator. But um, in a presidential race, it's, it's almost unheard, It's unheard of. Not almost. It's just unheard of.
0: Yeah, nothing like this has ever mm-hmm. uh, has ever occurred before, and uh, he's just uh, you know he's <laughs> Teflon, uh, at least as Republican uh, voters go. Uh, that doesn't certainly doesn't mean he's going to win the win the general election, but he's uh, yeah. he should cruise through these uh, these primaries. I don't know, even know if there's any states that are particularly close uh, for Trump. Are are they are they pointing to any states that are close? Close
1: to Trump?
0: Or? <laughs> yeah, in other words, uh, is, is there anything that looks uh, looks like it's close on the horizon that either Haley or DeSantis could win?
1: Well, you know, the, the, the expectation would be that Nikki Haley would win her own state. You know, after, um, I think, on the heels of New Hampshire comes South Carolina. But now there's, a, there's the question mark as to whether she can actually pull that off. I mean, if Donald Trump is still riding high, it's possible he he can he can make a sweep of this. Now we we do have we also have to um, remember that there have been challenges to ha- keeping him on the ballot in, in, in a couple of states, a couple of blue states,
0: Colorado, uh, they,
1: right, and Maine. Yep. And and then you have you know there's a possibility that the Supreme Court will be weighing in. On um, on uh, his uh, Trump's contention that he can do he, he could do whatever he wanted when he was president that, that no president should be held responsible for you know executive privilege executive decisions.
0: You know, uh, just a reminder here, Frank McKay here with our host Melissa Itel joran Go to melissaiteljoren dot com. Check out the documentaries and a starting point. All things Melissa. Um, I, it's interesting you mentioned court and earlier you mentioned. The uh, the behavior uh, that he had or the attitude he had in, in court, uh, the, I think the—and I, I, I'm, I'm not quoting here, I'm kind of—this isn't verbatim, but uh, the, the judge uh, scolded him and he said, uh, you're completely out of control. And I, I think uh, the former president said, you're completely out of control, right, to the judge. Uh, did you hear that? Yeah,
1: he—I mean, he's, he's provoking him you know he's daring him go ahead throw me out yeah you know he speaks out of turn turn uh there's the uh, the attorney's for uh Eugene Carroll said that he was uh, he was making statements that may have, probably were audible to that part of the courtroom up front you know they don't televise this the press is um, they several they kept several rows behind they couldn't actually they couldn't tell what he was saying i mean if you had a lip reader maybe you could you know you could figure out what he was saying, but it was audible. I think to the attorneys, to the to the counsel for e. Jean Carroll, and they thought that was just uh, you know totally out of line.
0: Yeah, it, it just uh, it, it amazing. The whole situation yeah. is, uh, it it is is it amazing, is, and it and, is. It's like a circus. See, I wonder, and again, I I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that uh, that uh, Trump and uh, and and people around Trump have uh, you know issued. Uh, you know, almost. I, I don't know if they're threats. Uh, some people certainly can make an argument that they're threats. That if he gets kicked off of the uh, of the ballot, that there could be chaos. There could be mm-hmm. uh, there could be trouble. And some people would argue that's a a, a call to arms. Now, the same way that uh, that this this judge is angry, I'm wondering if the uh, if Scotus, right the Supreme Court of the United States uh, if those folks are thinking, you know what? He has no respect for the uh, the, uh, the court system, and uh, he's uh, he's dangerous. Uh, some of them certainly are thinking that, you know. And I, I don't know about you know Roberts or some of the other uh, some of the other Republicans, which you, of course you would need. But is there any chance that he's poisoning uh, the well, or he's poisoning himself with SCOTUS, with the uh, Supreme Court, um, and could they? Uh, you know, deliver a death blow to him somehow, some way.
1: That's a great question. I think that's the uh, that's the, they used to call that the sixty four thousand dollar question. Yeah. Now it would be uh, you know if you put in, you add an in inflation <laughs> yeah. eight million dollar yeah. question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a good one. That's what everyone's trying to figure out because um, you know you, you you have appointees on the Supreme Court who obviously were trump um you know were trump nominated which were we were or were delivered during the trump administration but um you know the question is will they all come will they will they come to bat for him will they go to bat for him uh they might uh in in the interest of the greater good of the country um that because but the you know executive privilege um you know obama used executive privilege you know, we're talking about the January 6th incident. You know, why didn't he, uh, you know, why didn't he um, uh, you know, call the National Guard at that time um, or, or other things that he did? But, but all presidents um, have at their disposal disposal executive privilege. Obama used it, too, when he, he ordered drone attacks, drone um, targeted drone attacks. Um, if you start... Um, targeting now if you start um, uh, uh, um, questioning that certain people say then then um, you know what, what are we we're taking away the president's power uh, to go after rogue elements um, to do things that generally can't be handled by Congress in a timely manner things that are reserved for the president but this is a this is a very difficult situation and um, You know, his actions on January 6th, they do speak volumes, yet in the realm of of legal interpretation, they may or may not be able to be proven. You know, did he act with intent to spur on the—we call it an—well, we call it an insurrection. I don't know what Trump uses that. What word does he use to describe that?
0: I I don't know. You know, like a minor (laughs) disturbance in his mind. You know, (laughs) he—
1: Yeah, yeah, because he he felt that you know he he was being robbed of uh, the election, and that Mike Pence should have should have done something to interrupt the validation of right. of, of Joe Biden, which you know was un- obviously it's unconstitutional, and Mike Pence wasn't going to you know sidestep the law. He was going to c- perform the duties of his position. So yeah. um, this is the problem we're in.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's just an amazing situation I, I guess my question is and, and it's you know neither you nor me um, are, are you know our attorneys um, mm-hmm. and I, you know I'm certainly no expert on 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 the uh, mannerisms or the um, personalities of the different people on that panel Supreme Court mm-hmm. um, but I'm I'm wondering what people that are close to it or that follow it closely how are they handicapping it uh, are, they, are they saying, you know what, Trump could get thrown off uh, and not be able to participate because of the 14th Amendment or, or something along those lines? Are there, are there serious scholars that aren't, you know, just liberal, crazy, you know, get rid of Trump at all costs type scholars? <coughs> are there people that are, are considered very well respected on their knowledge of Supreme Court predicting that they might do something?
1: Yeah, it's. Um, I know that I, I, I'm. I'm sure that the, the the court is trying to weigh this. That maybe they they might be trying to push this as far back as they can. This is a, this is a very tricky situation because I don't think there's anybody there in the court who really likes Donald Trump.
0: Yeah,
1: you <laughs> know I, mean, I don't. Even his appointees, his his personal appointees, you know Gorsuch and and uh, you know, um, uh, uh, Brett. Um, See how I'm forgetting the yeah. names. Yeah, uh, Kennedy, right? <laughs> uh, not Kennedy. Uh,
0: who's uh, uh, one who's, of them replaced Kennedy? Yeah. Um, um, I can't remember. Well, well I. Was not, right. not, yeah. <laughs> uh, what does uh, it say? You know, when you when you talk about uh Supreme Court, I'm I'm wondering. You know, like Roberts. I don't think Roberts mm-hmm. likes no. likes Trump at all. No, no, and, he doesn't. No, you know, and it's it's clear, and that's. You know, you would figure uh, he would he would have him on his side. Um, yeah, I don't think, um, yeah, I don't think that that's a good uh, good uh, draw for uh, uh, for the former president. Uh, he could get thrown off the ballot. I mean, he could mm-hmm. he could actually be barred from um, uh, from running, and it, it would be hard for the uh, the Republican uh, uh, you know Republican Party to To be angry about that because you know the the people that that like Supreme uh, like the Supreme Court makeup, um, they're they're very happy about where they stand on Roe v. Wade and on on other issues uh, close to their heart, and they I, I can't see them just I, I mean can you see the whole country just ra- you know rallying around the um, the extreme Trumpist and the Trumpers and um, and, and turn into a a complete chaotic situation. Turn this into a civil war. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Melissa I tell is our host each and every week. Uh, Melissa, I, I mean, I, I, that's a I, that's a whole um, that's a whole other subject. We would need shows and shows and shows to talk uh, talk about that. But in mm-hmm. short, in short, um, I. What's your belief? If you had to guess, if you had to take. A guess right now place a bet right now does the Supreme Court knock Donald Trump off uh, off the ballot for president
1: I don't think they w- they would um, and going back to John Roberts he's no he is not a fan of Trump he's supposedly a conservative but he doesn't always vote um, his opinions don't always reflect those of the the arch conservatives. he's kind of a bellwether yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's no fan of Trump. I think he's too, he's too, too he's just too intellectual to, you know. Um, he, and even the others, you know, they're, they're not dummies. The ones he, he, he.
0: Uh, Brett he Kavanaugh, remember. by the way, was the. Uh, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh, thank you. I yeah. don't
1: know why I forgot his I, name.
0: I cheated. I Googled him, you know. Uh, but That's okay. Yeah.
1: I would have had to because I <laughs> I just, I know Brett, the first yeah. name, but we don't call this, you know, we don't call them on a, on a first name no. by their first names you know unless we know really know them personally but um yeah I, I just if they do go vote against this so then they are opening the door for individual states to decide well no you can't run we don't want you um, based on whatever uh, so you, you're eliminated from you you're disqualified from our from running in our state that they might they might rule on that point it's it's I, I can't I can't right now I can't see any other path except you um, trying not to allow individual states to determine the election who's who is a candidate and on what ballot because if you if you look at other countries that don't have our system of government that's what goes on people are eliminated people are, are banned and we we don't operate that way
0: yeah no I agree with you and it's uh, it, you know it's a long it's a long way uh, from anything like that happening and by the way to knock Trump off in uh, in certain states, uh, I don't even know that it it affects the election at all. Take for example California. If if Trump got knocked off the ballot in California in the general election, uh, what does it matter? He has no chance of winning there. Uh, no. The the Democrats um, uh, would only go to California and or New York to raise money, right? And they're going to do that anyway. So it's not yeah. going to cut down on. On the Democrats' travel schedule, or or whatever, um, and uh, and you know Trump, it, it, the the question is: Would Trump be knocked off in a state that could mean um, him not being able to get to 270, to uh, you know, to the uh, required uh, votes of, uh, of electoral votes? And uh, you know, right right now, there's a path. For him to get, obviously, uh, he's gotten there once before, um, easily, right? Easily in 2016, even though he lost the uh, lo- lost the uh, popular vote, he uh, he crushed in the uh, in the electoral college, a- as did uh, Biden when uh, when he beat uh, Trump in 2020. So the thing is, like, it, it would, in order for it to be significant is uh, it, Trump would have to be knocked off in, like, Michigan or Georgia or something along those lines. He would have to be knocked off in one of those states. And if he's knocked off in one of those states, the way it affects the, the election is, obviously, the Democrat clearly wins that, um, uh, you know, that state. Uh, you know, and, and when I say the Democrat, assume it's Biden at this uh, particular point, President Biden. Um, and they uh they win but they also don't have to spend any money in that particular area and uh and trump is immediately playing catch-up because it's already a a swing state that would be in in the column of biden and or whoever you know uh gavin newsom or whoever the uh the the candidate right. might be so when you when you look at it that would be significant what uh, what isn't significant is is some uh some state that uh, that Trump's going to lose anyway knocking them off the ballot uh do you see anything like that happening
1: hmm. well there you know uh there's, there is there've been t- there's been talk about what's going to happen um regarding Joe Biden being replaced by somebody um maybe like Gavin Newsom maybe somebody else I mean we think we've discussed that before yeah
0: Kamala i mean uh, it, you know her now, name doesn't Kamala- come up immediately
1: yeah well Kamala, that's a difficult situation. You can't just, just throw her into the you know into the gutter because uh, that's, that's, the, the optics look terrible. Uh, you have to make some kind of deal. I mean this is all speculation. This is all imagination speculative
0: you know we're, we're speculative. Speculating. Thank you. Yeah.
1: That's the word. It's speculation. It's hypothetical. We don't know. I mean we, we could we could write a whole thing. We could write a whole scenario, a whole scene, a whole um, a whole plot about this, and it would sound very entertaining. But is it, re- is it realistic? Who knows? Um, yeah, it, this is, the question is: Do you you know? Can you allow individual states to ban an, a, a a candidate based on um, obviously political bias and, and coupled with um, facts? Uh, can, can a state is a state allowed to have that kind of power? I mean, especially in the national election, um, he hasn't been convicted yet. He has, well, he's, he's been—he he's, hasn't been tried in a couple of cases yet. He has been indicted, you know, and, and he has—we don't have a decision on what his fate will be. So he's still uh, legally, technically speaking, still allowed to be on the ballot. Is his—is his—is his? It's his, uh, his, his Background questionable, or uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. very much so in many different ways. Um, but legally speaking, you you can't just throw him off the ballot like that. And um, we can't even prove his intentions for January sixth. I mean, it seems on the out uh, on the outset, it seems as though he yes, he was definitely involved in this. He did nothing to to curb the the violence. He did not speak to his followers. He he seemed to have encouraged that. But with that, but saying he seemed to have encouraged that is not good enough. So there are many legal, um, legal technicalities that we, that cannot be uh, we, we can't, just can't overcome
0: that easily. Well, you're you're right. I mean, we're clearly premature in uh, in speculating on this. Frank McKay here. Go to melissaiteljordan.com. Everyone, check out the two documentaries on Melissa. Uh, but if if you think about it, uh, if you we can't speculate now because there's not a conviction but let's right. let's face it uh, if there's going to be a conviction at all it's going to come before those decisions have to be made right i mean there's no yeah. there's no doubt that it will so if there is a conviction and it, it's a big F, if uh mm-hmm. if there is a conviction i think he's going to be convicted of something you oh, know yeah. you know something's
1: going to happen something yeah. has to happen
0: so the thing is he's going to have uh, he, he's gonna have this argument to be made and uh, does the Supreme Court turn around and say all right well he's he's now a convicted felon if, if in fact he becomes a convicted felon uh, each state could uh, could choose for themselves they did it with abortion they did it with Roe v Wade uh, as far as the states go right they they uh, yeah. they kicked it over to the states they could do it exactly the same way here um, but a, a, a conviction of any type, a uh, felony conviction of any type, I think uh, could lead Supreme Court to making that decision. And, and it's, almost emo- it's almost a perfect scenario. And I'm just thinking about yes. it now. I've never thought about it before. Mm-hmm. But Supreme Court could say, um, uh, yeah, it, we're going to leave it up to each individual state and yes. basically read, uh, uh, you know, line by line what they said about yes. uh, the abortion issue
1: yes yes exactly you're right you're absolutely right the abortion issue is a great um example a parallel uh in which to um uh, from which to speculate from which to base this other this other scenario because that's true the supreme court effectively you know um they just you know they wipe their hands clean of it the supreme court and so you know what it never was it never was supposed to be a national issue to begin with and whatever happened 50 years ago well that was a mistake leave it up to the states you know and then they used the i think they they went they if i'm not mistaken they 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 looked at the 14th amendment and they cited other decisions saying this was up to the this is interstate uh like not interstate commerce but it's this is this is a, a state on a state-by-state basis that's how it should be considered it should not be a national referendum and uh yeah they could they could if you want to use the abortion the the um that that decision as a um as a template let's say it's it's possible but we don't yes, we don't have a, a conviction as of yet it's it's we assume it's coming i don't know when i wish i had i had a better you know feel for this but i i don't maybe other people do but it's going to come and then you know, then and then you've got other things to contend with because it's it's going to further embolden his supporters. Now I know everyone's saying his base is not enough to win a national election, that is. But why would Kamala Harris go on the View and say, oh, you've got to be scared of Donald Trump? I know she's trying to you know muster support for Biden. I don't even know, to be honest, I don't know what's going on there. I I don't know what to think of the Biden campaign, even though they've been campaigning and. They say, you know, he's all in for it. and uh, But, I, you know, I, I, if you, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be listening to these other people, these other talking heads like Roger Stone um, already deciding that, uh, declaring that Biden will be out. And that Biden's going to make a major announcement after the convention. Oh, I'm too sick. I have to leave. Sorry. I'm doing a, a Lyndon Johnson. I'm, you know, I will not accept. Well, I already accepted. But you know what? Yeah. Thanks. But no, thanks.
0: Yeah, I, I just... You, you want to know something? We're gonna we're gonna find out. Uh, but the I guess the big and I, this is the first time we're really talking about it, like getting down to brass tacks. Mm-hmm. Um, he his conviction. You know, of course, you could run from a jail cell, right? So even yeah. if he's in he in prison, he could run. He could yeah. run from oh, yeah. a, a a jail cell, and his base is going to stick with him. Um, a lot of his uh, a, a lot of uh, like. Fair weather supporters are going to leave. I, I shouldn't call them fair weather supporters, but people that voted for Trump in the past. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Many of them are going to turn around and say, I, I'm not going to vote for a guy in prison. Well, you know?
1: I don't know. I think you've got a lot of them who are very firmly believe in him. They're fanatics.
0: Oh, they're, they're voting for him. The fan, fanatics yeah, are voting. They feel they're, this, they're not bending.
1: Right. No, they think this is a witch hunt. He's being un, un, persecuted by the, um, by the deep state.
0: Right. And but, they, yeah, they
1: yeah, and the people who said I'm never voting for Trump at at the Iowa caucus when when Haley and DeSantis only well I don't know what I, a second third place whatever it is. It was really a very thin margin between second and third place. A lot of them said, "Well, you know what? Um if neither of them go come through, I'm not I'm voting for Biden." <laughs> that's what they said. That's yeah. what a lot of people said.
0: That's a, See, that's a big deal. What I'm saying is if he's mm-hmm. he's convicted, of, mm-hmm. uh, of something that those type of people, the people that, wow. that refuse to vote for him and are voting for Nikki Haley and, and, mm-hmm. and DeSantis, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think they really will vote for Biden and, yeah. uh, yeah. And, and that's, th- that's enough to, uh, to change some key swing states. So there's oh, yeah. this, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm, I, I'm not at all, uh, Laying any money down that uh, that Trump could win a general election, and uh, the, certainly the primary, he's gonna he's gonna uh, stomp all over it. He's gonna uh, he's yes, gonna win yes. it. Uh, general election, uh, even against Biden. I, I mean, uh, I think they're gonna play uh, hide and seek with Biden. I think they're gonna keep him out of out oh, of yeah. the uh, out of the vision. They're gonna put him in the uh, basement. Oh, yeah.
1: They'll keep him the White House basement instead of the Delaware basement. Right. Keep <laughs> him in the, you know they'll keep him with their. You know I hear that the White House is is actually haunted um, if you if, if you know you're one of those people to whom who, who sees um, apparitions you know m- m- many of us don't we just don't right um, that, that maybe um, you know maybe Biden will see you know he's gifted with a, um, a third sight or something and he'll have a, a, a nice talk with Abraham Lincoln.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Lincoln. Uh, listen uh, don't don't rule it out I mean this is a, no. a strange enough uh, year I and and again uh, Biden, uh, in essence, President Biden wouldn't be winning this election. He would just, uh, he Trump would be losing the the election, yes. is, is what yes. would happen. So it's, yes,
1: it's a, yeah, it's a choice between, you um, know, it, it's the, it's it, you're actually saying, well, who's the lesser of two evils?
0: That's what it is, right? who, who, yeah. who yeah. Who are we going to vote for? The guy who's in prison, or the guy who looks like he doesn't know what a prison is, you know, yes. whatever. And I, right. I think. I, I think that Biden wins out in that scenario, and what Kamala Harris has to gain is not only four years in the in the White House. She's probably being told by by Democrats, uh, you know, Mrs. Uh, you know, Vice President, um, you're going to be president because he is not going to make it all the way through the four years. We'll pull that's, him out. What, yeah. Right,
1: right. Now, of course, and 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 they don't want to deal. It's the party. I don't know about this. But I mean, I, if you want to believe Roger Stone, I. I don't know. I really don't know how far-fetched. He is far-fetched, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know they don't want to. They don't want to deal with a messy situation. They don't want to have to tell her, "Look, we're dropping you from the ticket. We'll offer you this instead. How about we take what's behind curtain number one? <laughs> 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 Look, let's curtain number one?" You don't know; it could be better than the vice presidency. <laughs> Let's see what's behind curtain number one. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, would she take Supreme Court? I think I don't think she's. Uh, I don't think she gives up because uh, she is a heartbeat away, and the yeah. guy guy who has the heartbeat is uh, is someone who could that's leave at any time. You know,
1: that's true. He's eighty. What is he? Eighty one now. Yeah. And he's hanging on for dear life. And Jill, I think is you know she's calling all the shots. Doctor Biden.
0: No doubt. You know, it's yeah. So, uh, again, um, you know, she has a lot to gain um, Mm -hmm. by uh, by this happening. But I'm starting to see a path here for Mm -hmm. um, for Trump to be affected by the courts. And uh, it's, um, you know, before it just wasn't it wasn't that clear to me. You know, like I I just I just never really thought about it. But uh, in our conversation today, it's. uh, it, it, it comes down to—and again, I'm no expert on the Supreme Court, but it comes down to uh, the the idea that, hey, we could just pull out the decision that we gave on abortion and Roe v. Wade and and kick it to the states and, uh, and let them do it. And then what will happen is if there is a swing state or a couple of swing states, uh, there is no possible way— that uh, Donald Trump could uh, could win the general election if he can't be on the ballot in in certain key swing states because he, he, he's going to have to run the table.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I, I I mean, in, in all good conscience, I don't know how anyone like that could be allowed to run, but he's he's Trump.
0: Well, uh, let's see if he's him. convicted. Let's see if you know. Let's
1: see if he's yeah. convicted. Let's see what. But even so, I I feel. That this is this is why I think we're headed down to some kind of civil war, not in the style of 1860, obviously. Although you never know, they people carry firearms and they let they let loose on innocent people all the time, unfortunately. But I think we're we're heading down a philosophical divide in this country. We're really in, in we're in bad shape. I mean, I I think I don't think we've ever been this uh, at, at this at such a low point in our history as we are now. It's, and it's 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 bad because we're in a we're in a dan- we're living in a dangerous world, and I think, you know, for all the good intentions of of, of of Biden, we're not perceived as very strong, and this is a problem. And I don't think the economy. They say the economy is getting better. A lot of people don't see that. They're not they're not satisfied. They buying a home is, is out of reach for many young people. Um, the cost of living is terribly high. The corporate world is not crazy with with what Biden with the Biden policies. Yeah. So I I'm I'm not satisfied. I'm not happy with with the choices we have.
0: No. Uh, well, listen, you, you know, you and and millions and millions and millions of other people, and I don't say that lightly, millions and millions of other people. That's why they talk about a third party candidate. I'm out. Yeah. So I'm not getting involved yeah. in, yeah. in yeah. anything that has to do with right. uh, any third party politics. I'm I'm so, going to watch from the uh, You're going to watch silence. from the
1: uh, – that's probably a good idea, just you know, yeah. not get emotionally involved. I know Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who's running – uh, among other third-party candidates, but perhaps he's the best-known and, and I guess the strongest third-party candidate out there was – he does a million radio, uh, a million interviews. He was on the Coast to Coast program with George Norrie last night and he he did they uh, devoted about two hours to his to his being uh, his 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 uh, guest spot and um... you know he of course he he sees through both you know he sees through both sides of, of, of the of the contenders uh... through both of them but i don't think he uh... He, i don't think he can he's got a shot at uh, doing more than minimal damage
0: Yeah, uh, it's uh... just uh... just amazing uh, we're going to be talking about this many times between now and then, and <clears throat> a lot to be said. Uh, Melissa, great job as always. Thank you.
1: Thank you, thank you, Frank, and it's, on, it's an honor to be on the airwave with you, and, and we love we love all of you, and uh, you know we're all in this together, and and it just just knowing we we reach you every week is just tremendous. It's it's gratifying.
0: Well, right back at you, Melissa. It's an honor to be on with you and, and uh, certainly an honor to talk to everyone out there who's listening. Uh, we know your time is valuable and, and you have a lot of choices. And thank you very much for listening to the Melissa I Tell John Show. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa I Tell John Show.